Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, the following is a segment that I pulled from my interview with Jillian Rothschild Scholar, which is up on YouTube. Um, I wanted to highlight this as a standalone topic because I thought it was very fascinating and needed to kind of be featured on its own. Um, is the topic of geopathic stress. So Jillian explains what it is, how she clears it away, and why it's an important part of her feng shui practice. So um, without further ado, here's Jillian. I've seen you talk a little bit about the geopathic stress. Can you, yeah, just talk about that for me? Just yeah, tell me about it. So, so my perspective in the work that I do is that there's all these ancient Chinese formulas and methods and systems that are used and are extremely important. They're time tested and they're extremely valuable. Now, as modern feng shui practitioners, my experience and my perspective is that we also really need to take into account what's happening in our modern world. Because so much of these formulas and systems and practices are designed for pristine environments, which we don't live in anymore, especially because our we're, technology is moving so rapidly in comparison to the timeline of the world, we really do need to take into account how technology is impacting our physical spaces. So I get to be very concerned about things like 3G, 4G. 5G, which we have no control over, towers are going up, people are getting sick, we have Wi-Fi all over our houses, we have Wi-Fi from our neighbors, there's so much electromagnetic field in our light bulbs, in our appliances, our, we're sitting on a computer all the time, and our bodies are not designed to have this impact. That's one piece that I find almost all of my clients need support with, so this is very much a part of my practice. The other thing is that actually um, geopathic stress, although it wasn't called geopathic stress back in the classic text, is, was very much part of feng shui to see what's happening in your environment that may not be working. So part of the Chinese five arts is taking a holistic approach to feng shui, which is one piece of it, including Chinese medicine. We would call traditional Chinese medicine, but it's Chinese medicine. So back in the day, the Chinese medicine doctor is going to assess what's going on with your body and may also go to your home and figure out like what's happening in your home that can be causing this illness. Is it too damp? Is it too wet? Is it too windy? Are, you know, so there's a feng shui component to Chinese medicine as well. And checking the ground to see what's going on underneath the ground, unseen energies that may be causing disturbance. This is essentially geopathic stress and it's caused by, um, streams, literally streams of water under the ground, hundreds of feet down that we could never see. We would never know we're building our houses over this and it causes instability. Realtors understand this because radon is a gas that comes out of the ground and it's unseen and we need to know what's causing illness in the home. So these are all components of my practice that I feel like are really essential because my job is to help understand what your goals are how do we think, feel, and behave? And how can feng shui help get you to where you want to be? So by looking at all of these unseen components, I'm helping clients in a more holistic way. And I found that to be extremely effective. Although 
it's relatively new in my practice. It actually isn't, it's new to my consciousness, although not really new to feng shui and understanding, and I've done a lot of research on this, how we now need to tweak this a little bit to, to bring in all of the things that are part of our modern world are really essential because if the formulas are great and I can build you a beautiful formula, I can build you an amazing walkway. I can put the pool in the right place. Like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I can do, but if I haven't considered that there's geopathic stress or something else going on in the land that needs to be cleared, that formula is not going to be as effective. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. And one thing that I know is that there's a lot of um, energy stored in this land that's related to Native American energy. And so I'm not tied to this land. I need to bring in somebody else who can clear it, who's blessed to clear it. Um, And that has been extremely effective in my practice because we're doing so much trauma to the land by building huge communities, planned communities that was in my, in my area, like was a desert and now has hundreds of homes on it. That's trauma to the land that needs to be addressed and can absolutely be affecting you. How does that look for a client? Um, whenever you go in and you sense that they have a lot of geopathic stress, how does that, how does that Well, look? two things? Well, first things I, I do is I douse, right? So I use dousing rods, little metal rods, and I'm dousing to see what's going on. That's usually the first thing that I do often I can feel it. So like, I'm not psychic, but I do, I've done this long enough that I can kind of feel when something's off, just like a client does. Like they're a little, they're a little intuitive. They can't put their finger on it, but here I come in with a different lens and I can often feel when something is wrong with geopathic stress. You can often see it. Usually it with geopathic stress, you can see clutter accumulating in a specific area and you just cannot seem to get through the clutter. You can't, it's it's always there and it gets worse and it gets better. And that's in the house, right? And then outside the house, when you walk, when I walk on the land, I can see plants that are, have bare patches. They're dead here in Arizona. The cactus usually grow, grow straight, but when there's geopathic stress, they're twisted. You can see the plant twisting. It's so amazing and kind of bizarre. Um, And then with dousing, I can then see a line of energy across the property into the house. Oh, there's your clutter. This geopathic stress needs to be cleared. So there's a few ways that you can clear geopathic stress. And sometimes it's also indicative of like a predate, what we call predecessor chi or spirits or entities that don't belong in the space. So just recently, I actually had a client in Phoenix who had a line of geopathic stress that was leading to this like portal, if you will, of energy. And it was so depressed and cold and creepy in that room. She just, she just threw stuff in that room. It was cluttered. She couldn't clean it out. I mean, I really had to bring in somebody who was tapped to bless, who was could bless the land and can deal with that. It's not my area of expertise. I've moved to spirit before, but it's not really what I don't really want to do it. And it's not something that's my area of expertise. So I, I'm feel incredibly blessed to be connected to, I have connected to the most amazing people to, to be able to do these things. So then I'm bringing in another practitioner to do that kind of clearing. Um, but then once it's cleared, it just, the energy lifts, you feel like you can tackle it and, oh, you can go do this. And then we use the right timing with geopathic stress. You can also use earth acupuncture. So I have I have a client who called me because her relationship with her husband was so bad. It was awful. 
And this was before the pandemic. And no, it was right at the beginning of the pandemic, actually. Um, and I could see there were two lines of geopathic stress, one coming from one part of the house. And it was coming, it started at like a huge electrical thing on the outside of the house. It was coming underneath the house. And there was another line that was coming almost straight through the front door. And where they crossed, this actually happened. I tripped and fell in the house. There was a stair and I was like, and I tripped and I fell and it was right where they crossed. Once I got her to understand that, and this here's somebody who's spiritual, here's somebody who's into like doing her, all of these metaphysic things. I was like, I'm going to let you do this. Dig up this plant, do some earth acupuncture, dig into the land. I want you to use your flower essences, use your essential oil, call in your spirits. Like I'm encouraging the client to do it herself. And she was able to clear it. Some people are willing to do that. Some people not so much. Um, so those are a few things that I use. And then I also generally recommend um, for almost all my clients these days, I'm recommending a geopathic stress device to help with what it's like a Wi-Fi neutralizer. It helps with geopathic stress. It helps with torsion fields. Um, it's extremely effective and like that's for the whole home. And then I also recommend, I have these small little devices that I get overseas that are great for right in front of your computer. Cause what I found over the years, maybe three years or so ago, like I just was in front of my computer all the time. And I was at a day job where I was in front of the, and I was tired and I was exhausted and I had fatigue and I just like cranky. And it was because I'm getting all this stuff from the computer. And so once I started using these and recommending these to clients, this has been really helpful to um, keep at your computer. My husband has one and it's great because, you know, if you've got a laptop, it's not plugged in anything. You can just take it with you. So it just becomes very useful, just like right for this little space that you've got. And then the other device is plugged in and you can use it for the whole home. I've also found this really helpful for, I have one, I have two clients that are long haul COVID bless them. They made it through COVID, but they're having long haul symptoms. And so what I have found is this has been really helpful for them because their bodies are not able to regenerate properly from the virus and from other things that are underlying pre-existing conditions that they've got going on. Then they've got the virus on top of it. Then they've got all this electromagnetic stuff coming at them and they're not able to heal. So installing these devices has been really helpful, giving them an opportunity to feel like they can rest. They can gather more of their own energy. They're still working with all the Western medicine things that need to happen, doing their own care, but adding this as a layer of additional support. Um, yeah, I definitely think, um, it is definitely a consideration that we haven't had to think about, you know, until like modern times. So. so one thing I wanted to kind of touch on, you made a good point that you, if you're not familiar, sometimes like I tell people, I don't do space clearings aside from like my own home. Like, I don't feel like I'm qualified to get rid of like something negative in my space, you know, in somebody else's space, I suppose. And so, um, uh, again, I'm taking some classes and there's a feng shui master in there from China. And he was kind of talking about the fact that one of his clients had brought in um, an urn and they were keeping rice in it. But it was actually an urn like uh, that somebody, you know, had previously had ashes in. <laughs> he didn't, he, they don't think they realized. And, um, and now that there was something in their home, they brought something in their home. And that they asked him to get rid of it. And they were like, well, hey, you, please get it out of, you know, we feel like something's behind us all the time. And so, again, he discovered this urn. But he was like, I don't know how to get rid of this. So you can probably call in a spiritual person, <laughs> you know. And so that, that makes a good point that I, I think um, 
it's okay yeah. as practitioners for us yeah. to know our limits. Like it really yeah. is. I, I sometimes I, when I, I do a lot of mentoring with upcoming practitioners, which I feel so blessed to be able to do because there's so much information out there and they need help. And I feel like everybody has their own talents and gifts and it's absolutely okay to say, this is what I'm good at. This is what I do. This is what makes me the most satisfied. If you need this and I'm recommending this, I can recommend somebody. I can collaborate with somebody, but this is not my area of expertise. Like you're, you're hiring me for this, but this is what you need. Go do this. And for me, I found that to be really effective because if you're just honest with somebody, they're like, okay, then we'll find somebody else. If you can recommend somebody and you've got someone in your network, then it makes it easier for the client to get what they need um, quicker, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. So that they don't have to try to find somebody and worry that they're not going to get what they need. And if I am recommending, like I have a couple people that I work with. So, so if I'm working with them, then, then I can take care of it for the client because often they're so busy they just, they can't even, a lot of my clients are really good. They can't even think about how to bring that person in. So it's just easier if I take care of it. Okay. I'll take care of it. It's a service I provide. We're going to get with this person. We're going to get it done. You don't have to worry about it because people are busy um, and they want results and they want to get where they're going faster. So I'm just going to, this is what I mean about, I feel like I'm really blessed to be able to have these incredible people in my life. I have connections kind of all over the world for different things, knowing what my limitations are and knowing what I want to do with my clients. Yeah. I I will be the first to say, I don't know how to get rid of uh, a spirit. So I don't know how to do that, but I definitely know. It was a really interesting experience and something that like, (laughs) I was happy to do and I'm glad I did it. And it's a skill that I've learned. And and I also learned that that was a pretty innocuous spirit (laughs) and it was fine. And I was happy to be to have the guidance and people around me who could support me in that process. Um, But it's not my jam. To support the podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a review and share with your family and friends who you think may be interested, especially if you found this content useful to learn more about feng shui and Chinese metaphysics, follow the link to the website below.